Hey, welcome to episode 75 of Six Pack Cinema. This week we are reviewing Slow West, western starring Mes uh, Michael Fassbender. And then we're going to talk about our favorite western. Let's get into it, guys. Dude, you should review movies. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> okay, I've okay. had a couple, so... <clears throat> movie review. Yeah, how are y'all doing? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. I had a I had a rough weekend. Nice. Oh no, why? Didn't tell you guys this, but I uh, my nightmare happened to me yesterday when I was mowing the lawn. I got attacked and stung by a bee. Wow! I thought you were oh. going to say you accidentally ran over a cat. I thought something no. happened with your daughter. So nope. <laughs> this seems not as bad. Where'd you get stung? On my hand, the thumb. Very. Couldn't get off your thumb hand. quick enough. Well, no, I was pushing the lawnmower and just like got me. What did you do to piss the bee off, though? Because bees well, only sting you if you fuck with them. It was it's a, it was a wasp, and it, oh. I uh, I mowed over its uh, home because it was one of the underground ones, and mm. it was there was more circling me, so I, I sprinted faster than I have ever in my life, and right. there was there was one caught in my shirt, and it was like it was a whole big deal, and um, now it sucks because now my lawn's not getting mowed ever again. <laughs> You're just done. Yeah, I don't need it. The front <laughs> the front lawn's mowed. That's fine. The back nobody sees that. That could just the bees can have that. Just pay some neighborhood kid to do it, and he'll get stung by the wasps. Trust me, if there was one around, I would just pay him a hundred bucks. But you can't wait for like another like six years, then you can have Fiona do it. Yeah. <laughs> or by that time, I'll just pave everything, or it'll be lost to the wild, and it won't be art anymore. <laughs> it'll just be a forest. Yep. But all right, all right, we're here to talk about movies. Yeah. Slow West. So. Slow West, recommended by Jimmy. Yeah, and uh, I, I have a disclaimer. If you're listening to this, I hope it's because you've you've watched Slow West. And if you haven't and you want to watch it, w I think this movie, um, we'll, we're going to spoil it, so don't do severely. that. And this is a movie where if it gets spoiled for you, it won't nearly be as good as if not. Some movies, I think, can get spoiled and you can still enjoy them. This would be, a, a, this would be much different. You wouldn't have the same wait. watching experience as you're supposed to have. Because there's a moment in this movie that's awesome. Very. Wait, what do you, let, let's give our quick recaps on it. And then you got to get into the spoiler because I feel like you could spoil this movie and you'd be fine to it. No, 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 no. No way! I think this movie is built on one moment. Yeah, this is this is up there with Sixth Sense moment. I did not have this at all. But all right, let's quick recaps. Sheehan, how did what? you feel about this movie? Oh, I loved it. it this is a nice slow paced movie, but not a slow. People, when you say slow paced, you think, all right, well, it just drags along. No, this was like. Little tidbits information going on like a little breadcrumb trail until you get to the main meal and you realize, oh my god, I have it all pieces put together. Oh, wonderful. I loved it. And, uh, I mean, usually Westerns get a bad rap for just being hokey and shitty, but at least in my opinion they do. This one, it could have been a guy walking through downtown L.A. Still, no, it really couldn't have, but, but you know what I mean. It, the fact that it was a Western was secondary to the fact that the story was amazing. Fair. All right, Go ahead. Jimmy? Yeah, I liked it. I did think it was a little slow in the beginning. Uh, there's some scenes that there was like, there's two moments. One kind of takes my breath away, and then one, I think, makes the movie, which is weird that, Dave, you don't think there's one scene that makes the movie. Uh, but I think that alone is worth the whole thing. So I, I liked it. I think the ending, it, it picks up, gets crazy, and it's totally, like, the payoff is, is huge. really worth it. You know, I I also loved it. I'm I'm I want I don't want to say a huge fan of westerns, but my dad is, so I grew up watching a ton of them. So I like this genre, and it, it's definitely slow in the beginning, but it, 
not in a boring way. It's more just meandering and enjoying the story. Mm-hmm. And then it, like Jimmy said, it picks up at the end and goes balls to the wall for a little bit. The last half hour is just like it flies awesome. by, amazing, yeah. crazy, yeah. All right, so what's this one scene? When he opens the door and she shoots him. She, she kills I mean, the kid. But, yeah, I mean, it's, but it's been obvious since the. It very was not first... obvious. He was dying. Yeah. Yes, it was because he kept talking about like the, the voiceover was Michael Fassbender. Yeah, but it wasn't obvious from that the very she first wasn't... scene. The whole movie is that he's going to find this love of his, and that that and right away she doesn't even recognize him and just shoots him right away. That is definitely a. <gasps> Yeah, that was oh, a no, gasp. No, that, that was like, uh, oh, shit, but not like a, you knew well, he was dying in the movie. Because no, no, I don't think he did because, I mean, just because you, Fassbender was narrating, I thought this was also his story, too. Yeah, I didn't know he was dying. Oh, no, he very much, if you, I don't, I don't remember the exact wording, but it sounded like he was dying from how the very initial. Okay, um, well, we'll say that you know he's dying, fine. The fact that this girl, is the one that he's traveled halfway across the world to see, shooting him promptly upon sight without even realizing it. And not in the fact that he, she didn't realize it. She stared at him, shot him. She was dying in the room, and she couldn't give two shits about him. She she broke his heart two ways. She shot him in the heart, and that mm. that that killed him. And she she shot him in the heart by not even remembering him. It was two daggers, and one was literally killing him. One was figuratively killing him. That, that She just didn't remember him at all, and she shot him in the heart. And then, yeah, no, I mean, I, I didn't expect her to kill him, so that was a twist, I guess, but... I mean... It was huge, huge man. It was huge. the whole plot of the uh, movie was... just dies in one second. Like, the we, entire we... reason you're watching, <laughs> snap, gone. That's, that's, that is like what makes this movie. Because we knew that, that she didn't love him. That was, that was very clear. Yeah, obviously he was, yeah. like, pathetic, but you didn't yeah. think... Yeah. He was a dopey kid who, like, had a crush on this girl who left. You didn't think she wasn't going to not recognize him at all. Mm-hmm. And much less shoot him in the heart. Yeah, I mean, she kind of recognized him after she shot him in the heart. Yeah. Well, he was. Yeah. <laughs> but then the uh, the native man, she Kissed was cuddling up with him, and then the gunshot went off. Shot the uh, the salt the salt jar. Yeah. Which we all have jars full of labeled salt. Well, I mean, and it, salt. Well, back then you did. It was seeing seeing her kiss another guy was salt in the wound figuratively and then literally because he I mean, got yeah, shot. That was, that was his, obvious. His, that was his so... arms, though, after he... I like I laughed at it and then forgot about the scene, but the next day when you sent that clip, I was dying laughing when the I salt choked. falls on the wound and it's just the most pathetic, like, oh, no. <laughs> I literally choked on my couch and like spit everywhere because it was so out of... It was so heavy-handed for that movie. It right, great, it was almost like a comedy. It was you see that in cartoons, the fucking big label salt, psh, and on top of him falls right in his fucking heart. Yeah, it was cartoonish. <laughs> I liked it though. I liked that. No, I loved it. Like... it. It fit with the movie though. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was a leap, but it was it still it retained. It was still fine. But I was like, wow, that was outrageous. And I thought the the first kind of moment where I went like, oh, was when that shootout happened with the Swedish. Uh, oh. Swedish couple, and then they all died, and and he killed the mom, innocent dopey kid, and then they walk out, and the two kids are there, and it's like, what are you gonna do? And Fassbender just leaves him. That was like, tore at me a little more than your normal movie does. Yeah, I yeah, mean, not so much leaving because I, I knew they were that I I knew they weren't gonna take him along, but just opening the door, you see two kids standing there, 
You're right. Just like, ugh. Yeah. And then they popped up again later. Yeah. Well, twice. Now Fastbender's taking care of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who's your favorite character besides Fastbender and the main kid, like, of the of the outlaw guys? You had the Australian actor that was in Bloodlines, and he's in a lot of things now. Oh, the main the main bad guy. Yeah. Um, Ben Mendelsohn. Mendelsohn. Sure. He was in, you'd know him from Rogue One, Shan. Yep. He's the main bad guy in that. He was fantastic in this. Mm-hmm. I thought he I played thought. that character well. Uh, yeah. I was always, I, I was thrown by how, like, this, you know, Mighty Desperado going through the West is wearing this gigantic fucking wool or uh, fur coat. Well, you got to remember, like, it still gets cold. They're in the north part of the West for the majority of the movie. That's true. They're in, like, Oregon and stuff. It just seemed like he was be sweaty. Yeah. I, I also liked, it was a very small role, but the guy with the cart who robbed the boy in the middle of the night. Mm. Yeah. I like I that. Like... And that, that landscape shot after he wakes up and he's just standing there and it's empty all around him. Yep. Fan of that scene. Yep. I do like, they use they used the same location three times throughout the movie when it was supposed to be like so far apart. Where? Uh, it was middle of fucking nowhere, but you could just tell it was the same mountains and the same like trees, tree line behind them. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. I was really into the background because it was really pretty. <laughs> a lot of westerns are like that, though. Yeah, the backgrounds I, 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 are like I a whole, you. whole another character. It's gorgeous. Them. It was it was great placement. I liked it. Um, yeah. That scene though, with the uh, the, I don't know what do you want to call him, the educated hobo, who who robbed him blind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even think he was a hobo. He was just somebody traveling who understood that the West is you're out for yourself. So he took advantage of this kid. Yeah, yeah, but it felt weird. Because, I mean, I don't have any qualms with it really. I actually really like the scene, but it was kind of odd that he, he was super educated, just like this kid. They 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 both connected on that that highly educated level about mm-hmm. uh, being writers and poets. You know, it just seemed weird that he'd be out there by himself and surviving, and also being ruthless. Yeah, I, I kind of saw it as, like, if this kid's going to survive out here, this is who he has to become. True, okay. Like, he had to, he could be educated and care about all these things, but he has to fuck over everyone else if he wants to live. Yeah. Which he just wasn't going to do. Which he doesn't, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe he realized that, like, he's just not capable of that. He thought he found someone just like him, and he realized that, no, no. Instead, takes... his skill set was uh, t- making a clothesline between two horses. Not, not bad. <laughs> I loved when that paid off, when the Indians tried to steal their horse. What do you mean, when it paid off? It paid off immediately. They got, well, yeah. they got, to, they got to be mobile and dry out their clothes. That was genius. Well, fair. But like a couple was scenes a later when, when they go to steal the horses and then it gets caught. And bonus. I mean, yeah, you just, them immediately. you just broke both your horses' backs, sure. <laughs> but, I mean, they didn't get away. I have a question, and it's something I, I was going to look up so I didn't seem like an idiot. But I'll just seem like an idiot. I missed this. I never caught it. Why? Why were her and her dad wanted? They. Oh, they I was going to ask you if it bothered you. They never went into it. So we the only hint they. The only hint they gave was the main character, whose name I can't remember, says in the beginning he made a mistake and they had to flee. Did what? What? What are we talking about? The the whole scene where he was stuck under the bed and then his father figure or somebody came to go get him and pull him out. And there was a scuffle where the the father pushed him, and he broke his back of his head on the back of a rock and killed him. 
the father they wanted so, to murder. So, so her, her dad killed his dad. I, I don't want to say fa- I don't want to say dad, but maybe his like caretaker. He because he's a he's a he's a royal. Because when he's introducing himself in the very beginning, he says like I'm la- son of Lady Chadsworth or what the hell it was. Okay. So I missed you know? I missed that. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember that scene at all. Really? It was. You don't remember him hiding under the bed? No. I remember him hiding under the bed. And then I remember yeah. the guy coming in and like screaming. I thought it just cut out from there. Yeah, because and then he said, he said, you don't belong here with these pespians, the peasants. That's what it was. Because he he was that was when it was clear that he was of uh, upper blood, and uh, it was he he didn't want to leave, so he came and like he he was like standing right beside her, and he didn't like that. I think he went to go push the girl, and his father just shoved him and cracked his head on on the rock, dead. I- you gotta flee. I don't know what happened. Maybe I got—I made popcorn in the middle of the movie. Maybe I got up and missed that thing. You, you gotta pause, man. I mean. And then her, her dad being so dumb to let the, like the fake preacher and like. Well, what would you, what would you back then? No, the she priest, said it. Priest, she said know. it. She said there's wanted posters for us. Now he knows my name and that I'm your daughter and that you're not True. from here. Yeah, you're right. Like you just gave him mm-hmm. all the signs, dummy. But the but whole. I can see why you wouldn't want to kill a priest. The whole scene of the priest setting up his shot and then them coming, him tied to the tree, Fassbender mm-hmm. coming, that was awesome. Just that when he's tied to the tree and they walk right past him because he just does not matter. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That was awesome. I uh, Did you like the very end, the cookie, the clean, very tidy ending where now Fassbender's with her and they're raising the orphans? Yeah, I did like that. Yeah, I didn't, so did I didn't I. mind it either. Because, I, I mean, the, what, what else are they going to do? I can see people complaining. So, did you notice that Fassbender got shot in an arm and the leg, and he, like, had, a like, a sling and a limp or whatever? So, he gave up. I noticed the limp. I didn't see the – I didn't pay attention to the sling. Gave up an arm and a leg. Ah, <laughs> so. uh, look at uh. that. So clever. <laughs> but uh, also, I, if he got up and started shooting around, like, I, I thought Fassbender was going to be, like, the hero here. I was going to call so much bullshit because he got shot directly in the shin. Yeah. That bone got shot. I, yeah, I like that they kept it realistic. He just got shot, but it wasn't a kill shot. So he was yeah. just sitting around for the whole fight. I love that. He was just just chilling out and some guy almost shot him. He was like, huh, it's almost <laughs> time to go now. Oh, now I got uh, I mean, matches he, he, for my cigar. Yep. And he didn't he didn't want to be part of that, uh, that I don't know what you want to call them, the, the criminal life. Gang. He got out of that gang. Yeah. So he, he was looking for a nice place to settle down. He just didn't know where. He had, he had, no, he had no place to root up. Yep. And then along comes this brand new, fresh pine house with a pretty young lady right in his lap with roughly 12 bodies lying around, but that's okay. Why not? Move right in. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It, it tied together well, and that whole end is, like, really well done. Yes. And I also liked how um, it was almost comical to go along with the, uh, the, the salt thing. When they opened fire on the house, like shoot that house, and they all did it one at a time, and they were popping up and down in the in, in the, uh, the the corn height <laughs> maze because they, for they were hiding for somebody. I don't know. It was it was like it was like uh, the moles popping up and down in that game. That was probably mostly for style and cinematic effect. Yeah, no, I liked it. But yeah. it was it was it was really good. Yeah, I mean, it also makes sense. If I was going to say like house, like hide in the tall grass while you're reloading. Imagine living guns in that are house. Basically that would be brutal. Ugh. Imagine living back then in general. That would be brutal unless you were like the kid of royal. 
Yeah. But you know what, though? It probably smelled amazing. Yeah, it did. Like really, that was all really fresh pine. Fre- really fresh air. Fresh, fresh cut pine house. Yeah. Yep. You, you, you mentioned, I want to touch on this briefly. You mentioned how you had hints of Wes Anderson. Wes, hints of Wes Anderson and hit, hints of... Um, Tarantino. 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 Like, it definitely had hints of, like, a little bit of, like, eight, uh, Django, and what's the next one he made? Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, yeah. yep. Uh, I'll, I'll give you two scenes where it was Wes Anderson-ish. Wes Anderson-ish. The, the comical going up and down uh, in the uh, shooting in, in the cornfield. Yeah, and the clothesline was, very... was, like, a quirky Wes Anderson type thing. Eh, I'll, maybe. But the the thing is with Wes Anderson is very bright colors. It's very it's, it's shot like a play, and it's it's like dialogue. His his main thing for dialogue is like if one more will do, he'll do ten. Yeah, and it's gonna sound pretty. So the whole um, finding that that other educated guy in the middle of the desert, that that one scene was very like Wes. Yeah, but, yeah, and well, yeah. leading up to that scene, everything was like center frame. Like he was walking alone in the desert, center frame. Wes Anderson's always center frame. Yeah, he's he's sim- he's symmetry. Yeah, yeah. So I want to say I'll give you slight tidbits of it. Sure. Yeah, it's like a combination. It's it's mm-hmm. its own thing. It's not it's not doing either as well as Wes Anderson and Tarantino do no. what they do, obviously. But it is a kind of little like mutt crossbreed between it's the a hell two. Of an yeah. effort. Yeah, it, yeah, it's its own thing, and it's interesting to see those two styles blended like this. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting to see. I think he's like a New Zealand guy. Uh, is his first movie, and he wrote a western set in America. Kind of interesting. Hmm. Bold move. Cool. I like, I like it. He did pretty well. I don't know if he's um, got another movie coming out. This was his first feature film. It's pretty good for a first feature film. Can, can I, was I ask? Say, do you guys? Th- sorry to interrupt. Uh, do you guys think this is A24's first like big film? I mean, it wasn't like a huge film like some of their other ones, but we've talked about before on the podcast how they just put out like hit after hit, and even even if they're not like critically or if they're not commercially a huge hit they're always mm-hmm. like quality films i can't think of a movie earlier than this see I, I started paying attention to studios like relatively recently and the first time i like recognized and like retained a24 was moonlight yeah and that was i don't know what that two is. years ago two yeah. yeah and this this was this came out three years ago yeah so it had to be they're, like early. they're a fairly new studio yeah yeah he doesn't have anything coming out that's sad no Maybe maybe we'll like jumpstart the whole second movement of this movie. <laughs> maybe. Can I ask Jimmy what 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 made you recommend this? Uh, I remember watching the trailer in film school, and we were all really excited about it. And then I never watched it. And then I just it just popped up on my recommendations on Netflix. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, I remember that. That trailer was really good. Go watch the trailer. The trailer makes it seem oh. more Tarantino than it is. Yes. Okay, I, I haven't watched the trailer. I'll watch that after this. I watched the trailer today to just kind of like give myself a, a review of it because I haven't watched it in over a week. It's really and good. It's, it was really good. Maybe me want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> but this time I won't have the same effect because we all know the end. He's Scottish, not from New Zealand. I thought he's from New Zealand. No, nope, he's Scottish. The They filmed it in New Zealand, and I think the, there the we go. kid was from New Zealand. I knew there was some New Zealand tied to this. Huh? But yeah, cool. it's weird that you guys have anything else before we rate it. I mean, I, I went into this thinking that it was a brand new movie that came out like a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that sitting there thinking, you know what? Finally, Fassbender, he, he got an agent that got him a good role because <laughs> we, we were all down on him after the snowman. But 
Turns out, still, this, he, he peaked five years ago or three years ago. Still waiting yeah. on that comeback. <laughs> All right, let's rate it. All right, uh, let's start with popcorn. What are you guys giving it, Jimmy? I'll go. I'll go. Ooh, this is tough. I'll go four yeah. and a half, and I can't give it a five because I didn't remember a scene. So that's a good point. Uh, if you can't, if you can't remember the full movie, yeah, you don't, don't really deserve a five. Yeah, uh, I was gonna go four. Great, it was great. Uh, it's nothing that it. I can't give five five stars to a or five popcorns to a slow burner just because you need to be in the right mood for it. You can't just flip it on halfway and just like be engulfed. You could watch this again, but you'd have to skip parts and then just watch the ending, like how you watch yes. Eight Mile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gave it a three and a half. So we're going to average out at a four, which nice. feels right for this. Yeah, it does so. feel right. For the, for the same reason you guys mentioned, I like I enjoyed it, but I didn't come away loving it more than like the last 30 minutes. So, Agreed. And Agreed. I completely blanked on a scene. I don't know if I missed it or what. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I love you. The moment he gets shot, I think, is crazy. I've never seen another movie. I can't remember another movie that just completely destroys the main arc. Before the movie ends, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I, last time I gasped like that at, at a movie or a show it was uh, Rita in uh, Dexter. Ooh, yeah, that was a heartbreaking twist. Yeah, it was the same effect. Like, it just you're all going one way, one way, and done. Mm-hmm. End scene, all over. So, what do you think about the uh, critical score? I gave this an eighty-two. I just it does a lot of things right, but it's like you said, it borrows a lot of elements from Tarantino and Anderson, and it doesn't do any of those as well as them. So I had to t- knock some points for originality there, I, and it, it, like you, like you said, it just everything was good, but nothing was amazing. I felt. Yeah, I gave it an eighty-four, and the kind of the same vibe. Like I really, really liked it, but at the same time, it did kind of just like. Like you say, yeah, it's the first feature film, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Really, really good first feature film, but it just mm. feels a little lesser than Hateful Eight or Django Unchained or The Revenant or like the big movies. You could just kind of, I don't know if it's production value or, or what it is, but I think this just felt a little smaller of a movie. Um, and I, don't, I can't really place why. Or what? But I thought the story was awesome. The arc was awesome. I think the acting, I had no problem with any of that. Characters oh. are good. So I mean, I don't, it's, I don't think you, I don't think you should like discredit it just because it doesn't seem as big as the other ones. It's you can have a really critically sound small movie. No, but I understand what Jimmy's saying. There's there's just something about it that, like you said, you once you hear it, it's his first movie, you're like, all right, that makes sense, and I'm excited to see what he does. Okay. Like with more experience. Yeah, I think his next movie might be more polished. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll, I can take that. What do you give? Uh, I, I gave it an eighty-seven. I, right. I just I thoroughly enjoyed it. Same reasons we all said it. We all like it. I just felt like it was a, a B plus. If I was going to give it a letter grade, so therefore eighty-seven fits. There. And that uh, averages out to eighty-four. All right. So four, nice. four popcorns and eighty-four percent. That's a solid, solid movie. If you guys are going to watch it again, what are you going to drink with it? I'm not going to drink anything. I'm just going to put a piece of wheatgrass in my teeth and chew on it. <laughs> well, you got you got to find a bottle of absinthe because that's what those guys had. Ooh, oh, yeah. Nice. I, yeah, I had absinthe too, but I'll, I'll pivot here. 
I'll go with a cigarillo because that's what Fassbender was smoking all movie. You're gonna drink a cigarillo, okay? No, but it not a. <laughs> uh, I got you. All right. Well, that wraps up our review of Slow West. Let's hop into our next segment, our favorite westerns. Shin, what do you got for us? I know you're not a huge western fan. So. I'm really not. I don't. I don't know many westerns. Uh, I remember seeing a lot of old John Wayne things on my grandfather's TV. I couldn't tell you or play, place what names they were, what movies they were. They just all blurred together. Um, so for me, the John Sheehan top westerns, um, Wild West is up there, unfortunately, because I don't watch many. The Will Smith movie? The Will Smith Wild Wild West. Oof, that hurts so much. Yeah, I'll, I, I warned you. Um, wickety, wickety, Wild yeah, Wild West. great stuff. Uh, Cowboys versus Aliens. Fantastic one with Daniel Craig. Well, I think that could have. I like the first. I like the first forty-five minutes of that before the aliens come. I like when it's a western. Yeah, it's. I, I still like it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have good reasons. I just liked it, and also I don't have. I'm, I'm out of my 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 well of knowledge for westerns is out. All right, fair, Jimmy. What about you? Uh my favorite western is Open Range with Kevin Costner. That's nice. my favorite Kevin Costner movie. Which is surprising because all the baseball ones I really like. Uh, I love, <laughs> I love um, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. I like Three Ten to Yuma. That. I like True Grit. Um, Which True Grit? The most recent one. I don't do any like old. Old westerns are bad cinema to me. Which I mean, that's like sacrilege. Well, it depends on. There's like a couple of them that are amazing. Good, bad, and the ugly is fun. Oh, the quick, the quick and the dead is fun. Um, I liked Appaloosa a lot. That was different. Is Deadwood a western? Because Deadwood, the show, is yes. awesome. Oh yeah, Deadwood is a western, and the movie's coming out in like the next year or so. Yeah, awesome. is Westworld a western? Because I like that. No, no, that's too sci-fi. <laughs> J- Django's a western. Do you like that? I do. Hateful Eight's hateful a western. Eight. Hateful Eight I had problems with, but okay. Yeah, it's better than better than Wild Wild West. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. put that put that in the list. All right, nice. I um my favorite Western and one of my favorite movies, definitely in my top five, but I don't know if you guys are gonna count it because it's like a neo western set. Buddy, I just day. put I just put Cowboys Alien, so I'm gonna count it. Uh Hell or High Water. I love that. Yeah, that- I was questioning that one. Yeah. That that's one of my favorite movies of all time, and it, it's like a neo western. It's just set in the modern day, but it's still set in the west and western, deals with uh, Western Nouveau. What about No Country yeah. for Old Men? Another great one. Well, if we're going to count those ones, then put those. They two are on the like list. they're like modern yeah. westerns, I guess. Yes, they very... I mean the the genre is literally neo western. Yeah. Um. So I like those, but I also really love if I'm going old school, I got to do the original Magnificent Seven. With Yul Brenner, Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson. I've never seen that. Oof, it's it's great. So the problem with that movie there. for us, because I I've I watched the the remake of it with Chris Pratt and all them. Yeah, I fell asleep. I watched the first half. Yeah, it's a good story, but the problem is Magnificent Seven was so good when it first came out. It was just done to death after that. It just everyone uses the same thing. So yeah, I mean it, it's an ageless story because Magnificent Seven is a remake of Seven Samurai. Yep. It's an old Japanese movie. It's just like the same story told over and over and over again, which is no fault of their own. It's just is what it is. 
Yeah, so. it, it falls to the same problem as like Friends or Seinfeld or The Simpsons. Where, like, Don't they... you dare badmouth Seinfeld because there's nothing no, no, wrong with it. No, no, they're fantastic, but they did things that were so fresh and new at the time that now like modern oh, audiences go back and rewatch them and they're like, oh, I've seen this a million times. And you're like, well, no shit because they did it right the first time. I see what you're saying. Yep, you're right. All right, well, <laughs> that wraps up our favorite westerns. Tune in next week, guys, when we review This Is How It Ends, the latest Netflix movie. So it's easy for everyone to see. Pop on. Uh, that, has, that stars Forrest Whitaker. So fingers crossed it's actually a good one. Yep. Netflix has been pretty hit or miss lately. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's going to be great. All right. All right. All right. Cool. We'll see you on Friday then for yep. uh, Headliners. Headliners. See you on Friday. See ya. Love you, Shane. No. <laughs> no. Ouch.